guys it's your girl Bree. welcome to potential podcast radio if this is the first time that you're here with us so tonight's segment is going to be open thought how do we handle grief grieving is the topic obviously if you've been listening to my prior episodes you will see that that topic is a standing because of what happened with my son. If you have not, then please go back and check it out and you will understand the whole story as to why we are on this topic. So, how do we handle grief, grieving? There, I guess you could say to me, there is many ways of handling grief. Some people... I don't know, some people choose to move on, some people keep a memory, some people write, some people will go out and make the best in life and enjoy laughter, celebrate. Everybody has their own way. Um, But I think in the midst of it, we are talking about how we handle the pain part of the grief how we handle moving forward, how we handle getting on with life afterwards, and then also all around how other people perceive our grief at times. I guess personally, for me, mm, it's a little back and forth for me recently not just because of my son, but also because of my mother. I, it's weird because it's like, even during my childhood, so I knew my mom was sick from the time that I was like five, six years old. Fast forwarding into early high school years, I kind of always had like this gist or feeling that and not, not saying that I was hoping on it, not saying that that's what I was kind of looking, that I was looking forward to it. No, none of that. Obviously not. It's my mom. So, no. Um, but I think because I got so used to the logical sense of she's sick and what comes with that might be fatal, I got myself used to feeling like maybe at an early school age that she was gonna pass because of how it was um, and because of her sickness. So with that, and I know a few of y'all are thinking like, well, what was wrong? Okay, listen, we are not gonna sit here and get into (laughs) crazy details about my mom. That's just completely, to me, that's disrespectful. I'm not gonna go there, but I will, say this um she was sick practically her whole life so uh and my mom lived up to about 53 53 years old and when I tell y'all man listen that was my superwoman there were times I looked at her and I was trying to figure out where she got her strength from because 
Oh my gosh, this woman was amazing at what she did. My mother was an RN also. So shout out to all my nurses. But even throughout her sickness, she never let that get in the way of her job. And what she loved the most. And that was taking care of other people. And in a way for me, that was an idolization thing. I, I loved that. Because it just seemed like for you to be struggling with your own battles and still be helping other people, that is amazing to me. So I idolized that. And for her death, I tend to keep the memory of the things that she did in the house. So I tend to do it with my daughter. So I kind of carry on those traits. And I've seen people do that, where they keep tradition in as a way of a memory for their loved ones. For my grandmother, it was more so the dancing. <laughs> we danced a lot in the house. Um, we played a lot of music. And I just, I don't know, I come from a cultural background. We're usually loud. <laughs> we are usually loud, I promise y'all. Caribbeans, that's just what we do, okay? We love to celebrate, we love to party. Um, but yeah, so for me, that's something that I do at home with my daughter while I'm cooking, I'll sing. And no, y'all not about to get hear me get up here and sing anyway. <laughs> Uh, when my daughter I sing or half the time will do like a little dance party in the house, just me and her, just to keep that memory of her happiness, her spirit in the house. So I think there's different ways that people handle grief. Um, I think what's coming up next for me to memorize my son, I'm going to be doing a balloon release. Um, on his birthday next year so I'm really looking for that looking forward to that uh, we're going to do about 16 balloons since he gave me 16 beautiful days that I can remember and that I had with him so that's my way of dealing with that and I think when we talk about grief we tend to forget that people handle their pain differently. Like I've recently had people ask me, so do you plan on having any more babies? Like literally, maybe about a week after he passed, I had <laughs> people that heard about it, people that barely knew me, even some of my friends, yeah. I had a few of my friends that just openly asked me. And I didn't know how to answer it, to be honest. Because a part of me was like, well, I genetically can't have boys. So I don't know how that will work. <laughs> and then two, I actually want to be in a space where I'm comfortable enough to say, it's okay. It's okay for me to be open to that option. So to be honest right now, I don't know where I stand with that. Um, but I think the most comforting thing we can offer someone 
who has lost a loved one is support in any kind of way, whether it's verbal, whether it's a physical touch, a hug, whether it's just letting that person know, hey, I'm here for you if you need anything kind of thing. But I know people tend to say that and there are some people that say that and they just no bother or they just say that out of comfort at the moment. I think when we talk about grieving, we need to remember that people handle things their own way, whether you may fall into a deep depression, whether you are kind of like, I'm just going to move on and keep pushing forward and let my life kind of be a celebration in in chance of that person you know or I want to carry something specific with me that gives me the memory of them and I think at times we may forget that the person is going through that regardless if they seem very open and comfortable regardless if they seem very happy that doesn't mean that it doesn't hit at times and it doesn't trigger So I think when we talk about a loved one, we want to remember the beautiful parts of them. No matter if it was, well, before they passed, we had a falling out. Who cares? At that point, does it even matter? Does it even matter? Even if you didn't know them that well, or you didn't have that relationship with them that you wanted to have with them before they passed, I think even the small parts of them, whatever it is, find out good things about them if you didn't know them and make that a memory of them. Because if it's not you, then who else will do it? So I think that is something that we should take into note. And then also memorizing parts of them that carry with you so for example there are times where I could be talking to my daughter and I sound exactly like my mother (laughs) or I do things exactly like my mom uh for example every Sunday it was my mom's thing to cook every Sunday she would cook a big family meal and that's usually what I do even if I'm in the house by myself let's say my daughter goes uh to a friend's house or her dad's or a family member I will sit there and make a whole big meal by myself (laughs) for myself not only just to treat myself but to keep that tradition that memory going and I'm happy that my daughter has kind of got into this whole mommy I want to be a chef thing so she's carried actually a lot of (laughs) my mom's cooking with her Um, and sometimes it's weird because it's almost as if she never left at times and I think when we speak about grieving or death of a loved one whether it's a friend a family member a co-worker someone that you knew at one point. I think it is always a great idea 
to just give the best parts of those memories in any kind of way. So I want you guys to take tonight on a good note and let me know. I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you have lost a loved one and you feel like nobody around you gets it? Because I know I definitely have, especially recently. Like, oh my God. (laughs) I've had moments where it's like, I really want everybody to move away from me. I want y'all to stop asking me certain questions. I wanted people to just disappear because I wasn't able to have that gut-wrenching, I'm hurting moment with them or openly. And instead I do it in private. I guess because that's my way of sheltering. And I know a lot of people think that, well, he has such an open personality. (laughs) I may have, yes. But I don't always feel that way. There are times where I want to become sheltered. I want to go into my turtle shell and hide from the world. And there are times that I do do that. I just don't speak about it. So I think in terms when we speak about death, We want to be open that everyone handles everything differently and we need to accept that and we need to be patient with it and we need to be understanding and we also need to value that they may not handle it the same way you're handling it and that is okay. There is no one way to grieve. There's no one way to say hey, because I'm over here breaking down every five seconds crying about it, you need to do the same thing. No. They may have a certain memory of that person differently than you. So I don't think it's fair to pressure someone to do something just as the same as you. I think it makes sense to have their own individual feeling of it whether it's emotional, physical, or mental, however they handle it is how they handle it. And I think that goes along with other things as well. But I solely wanna ask you guys, I wanna know with your experiences, who have you lost? Um, I won't necessarily say how because that is private, but who have you lost and how did you handle your sense of grief? What made you feel that way? Did you think or did you feel that others around you uh, felt the same way? So I would love to get your insight and hear your stories as well. So please jump on here. Whether you send us an email at potentialpodcast at yahoo.com or you can go ahead and send us a voice note as well on Potential Radio at anchor.fm slash potential radio slash message and please let me know what you're thinking share let's talk now i am going to give this segment this way i know i've kind of been on the back burner with my segments just a little bit like I said, it's a it's a production thing. I'm trying to get the 
music and the wheels rolling with that because I'm tired of giving y'all the same theme song every single day. <laughs> so I'm working on it. Um, and then also to, I hope you guys are having a lovely weekend or a lovely week, I should say, coming up. I hope that you guys are in a good space. I hope that we are feeling super positive. And also, I really hope that you guys are enjoying my podcast. And more so, if you guys have any topics that you want to lay out, throw those out too. Am I going to have guest speakers? Absolutely. Trust me. I've had people already told me they cannot wait. I'm just trying to figure out how we want to set up our segments. So that is what's going on. And y'all know I keep it realer than real with y'all. So I will tell y'all, before I did this segment, okay, I had a moment with, I had a moment about my son. Um, primarily, I guess, because it was one of those things where I just wanted to love up on him and hug him and enjoy that. So, yeah, it was one of those. But I keep that good memory of him smiling. I keep the good memory of me holding him. I keep the good memory of him being so feisty with his nurses. So it's things like that. So I hope that if you have recently lost a loved one, I am very, very sorry. My condolences. And even if it's not recent, and if you're just having those moments where it's like, hey, I went through that too, and I'm missing my person, I am sorry about that as well. And I hope that you find peace in your heart with that. I really do. Because I know exactly what that feels like to still keep feeling that that sense of, I can't let it go. So I get it. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. And I will get back to y'all very, very soon. Thank you guys for tuning in to Potential Podcast Radio. It is your girl, Bree. Stay tuned, and we are going to keep it pushing, y'all. Have a great night.